0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 72 of the Get Around Podcast. I'm your host, for a short while at least. Today.
1: Just a little bit. Uh, I mean, you'll, you'll take back the hosting duties. I will,
0: I will, but we've got a Damn. fun episode planned for you. You've already heard the voice of... Uh, the Podfather. father. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. podcast founder, Brendan Queely. Yeah. Also inside the studio, James Cook and
2: Jake Atnip. I gotta say one thing. You're, you're, you're not allowed to say the podfather. You're, you're saying you're, I'm not? Yes. You can't call you, you, Yes. Like, does you the the God call you Does that. the godfather be like, look at me, I'm the godfather? Yeah, he does. No, he just has to stand there and everybody knows who the hell he is. Just call me Don, Don Brendan. It. That's all <laughs> I ask. Brendan, Don Brendan. Right? Don Brendan. All right, well. You are the podfather. Well. But I'm bathing it.
0: I promise that we. It's
2: on my business card.
0: We, we had this, this episode planned out before the bad news dropped last week. Uh, when, About Alex Trebek. Yes. Yeah, when, we're playing Jeopardy honor. today. When it's Alex Trebek honor. announced that he has stage four pancreatic cancer, so best wishes to him and hope that he can beat it. He's going to keep working. But we had this Jeopardy episode planned out uh, before that came along. So Stage four is no joke. Kind of a coincidence. And uh, since Brendan ran the board the last time we did Jeopardy, I, I don't know, it must have been about a year ago.
1: 11 months, according to the Get Around website okay. on SoundCloud. So that's, that's fairly good timing. I had to go back and look how much you won when you won. How much I won or how much I won by? How much you won. Did I win something? You won fake money.
0: Oh, yeah, like how Yeah, bi- like
1: Bitcoin. Oh, that's
0: right. We did it. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Bitcoin like, is very real. It was
0: like, I won something? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, you finished with uh, $6,001. Okay.
0: I'm still waiting on you to pay that, by the way.
1: Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> First, I need to pay, like, my other overdue bills. Say Patrick's Day is coming around. Just buy him the chocolate coins. Just throw Ooh, a bag on my desk. Yeah, but still, I don't have money to just give chocolate coins to somebody.
0: I'll share it with you. You can just buy a bag. Yeah.
1: It is a bummer about Alex Trebek, though. I'm glad I'm playing Alex Trebek here, you know, sans the stage four pancreatic cancer. Well, hopefully Alex Trebek is still around the next time we do Get Around
0: Podcast Jeopardy. Fingers crossed. And uh, hopefully our wonderful Audible viewers who are listening. They're also you know,
1: sticking around. We hope
0: that you're playing along with us today, and uh, we'll... Yeah, this is all
1: local sports. Hey,
0: yeah, you've got a real chance to test your northern Michigan sports knowledge. Hopefully we don't look like complete idiots. We'll
1: I don't think that so. Goes. All right. I think, you know, we've got uh, five categories and five questions each. Um, People can play around and if, if they do it in real time. You can't,
3: yes. can't listen to it once and then go back and play again.
0: This is...
1: Welcome in to the second annual Traverse City Record Eagle, local sports edition of Jeopardy. I'm your host, Brendan Queeley, former mediocre sports writer of the Record Eagle, uh, but marvelous podcast host, I would say, right? Most Uh, days. Happy to be here. So let's meet today's contestants. Up first, Jake Atnip, who is set to mark his one-year anniversary
2: here at the Record Eagle. A couple of weeks, right? uh About a month, actually. Yeah, almost. About a month. month? Yeah. Inexperience
1: so, is no longer an excuse.
0: Yeah. Right. Who knows how much <laughs> longer he'll last?
2: We
1: don't. We don't know how much longer he'll he'll last. Whether he moves on to bigger or better things, probably not likely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's he's a hungry rookie, and uh, he's been serviceable to, eh, kind of through his first eleven months. <laughs> Still a ticking time bomb of sorts. <laughs> uh, also playing today is. Senor Jimmy James Cook who's just doling out free haircut coupons <laughs> or not free but $10 haircut <laughs> so, uh, well, so it
0: really, is it really a good coupon if it still costs $10 no
1: not really But uh, so he's our most tenured uh, veteran senior sports writer and that's about all that can be said he likes <laughs> drinking beer brewing beer and wearing kilts free balling when he does I'm assuming and then uh, weekend, also St. Patrick's I'm a Day. little nervous that you left me for last. Also, our reigning champion, Brett Summers, Barry Arturo, who probably hasn't heard that name in quite a while, and that wasn't that wasn't happy that it's, like like Jimmy James. No, it did not. Uh, he is our Hopefully. reigning champion, whose winnings total six thousand and one fake dollars that I will not be paying out as you asked before. A couple of things we know about Brett. He hates answering prep calls, and he hates writing (laughs) columns, but he loves asking for raises. (laughs) So let's take a look at today's categories. I have kept them hidden. I sent you guys a picture of the board, but I made sure to black out the categories when I did that. And uh, right now it's a lot of post-its, but... Wait, real quick, how, yeah.
0: how long did you spend putting this board together?
1: <laughs> I gotta know. Probably like 15, 20 minutes, I bet.
0: Oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. I, okay.
1: I had ex- I had experience from last year. Last year took me a little bit longer, but this one wasn't so bad. Okay. The rules are that I must finish the question before you ring in. You ring in by saying your name. All right, so if you say, Brett, before I'm done reading the question, you're locked out until those two have an opportunity to answer or if like five seconds goes by and neither of them answer, then you get a chance. All right, so like I said, uh, five categories. First category is, oh boy, Uh already having trouble with the post-its. Miscellaneous is the first category. So those are just random questions that I had picked out that didn't really fit into a category. Up next, Avengers Assemble. Okay. These will all have an Avengers-like theme, Marvel's Avengers-like theme to them, all right? Uh, up next, Coach them Up, All About Area Coaches, For the Record, Record Books, and the final is Mascot Mayhem, our reigning champion, will go first. Brett, pick your
0: category. Avengers Assemble for 200, please.
1: Avengers Assemble for 200. For some unknown reason, the Iron River, West Iron County High School mas- mascot is not the Ironman. Instead, it is this mythical three legged lion like creature. Brett. James, What are the Y cons? That is correct. Two hundred dollars for Brett. Coach him up for two hundred. Coach him up two hundred. Alright, this husky and Bronco is now leading the Panthers after spending four years as an assistant under Reggie Manville.
2: Jake James. Jake Dan Loney. Correct. Two hundred. He didn't four...
1: phrase it in a question. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. right. Negative two hundred. Okay, so who is Dan Loney? Very good. Who is Dan Loney? James, uh, pick him next. Uh, I'll do coach him up for 400. All right, after leading the Titans on the gridiron for more than a decade, this coach returned home for the 2018 season and turned around a struggling Stags football program. Brett.
0: Jake. Brett. <coughs> Who is Tim Moore?
1: I think he, I think he said it before program was finished. Uh, no, I don't believe he did. Okay. Avengers Assemble for 400. Avengers Assemble for 400. This brother of Odin tore up the gridiron as a stud linebacker at Traverse City West for four seasons. Jake, who is Thor? I'm going to need Safardini. last name. Correct. All right, you are up to 200 now. After that negative 200. All right, go ahead and pick. Coach him up 600, please. Coach him up 600. In his ninth year after leading the Comets, this head coach led Leland Boys Soccer to its first state championship in school history. Brett. in, oh. in two thousand and eighteen, we all went, didn't we? No, I didn't say anything. So I, I you yeah, didn't. I, I didn't say oh, my name. I, I, I would. <laughs> locked out. Sorry, Brett's locked <laughs> out. Jake is locked out. I made James? a noise. Okay. Who is Joe Berta? That is correct. James takes the lead with eight hundred. Well, I swore all three of us said something. No,
2: I literally just went. Eh out. Uh, I'll do for the record for two hundred. For the record for two
1: hundred. This current Glen Lake superintendent sits tenth on the MHSAA boys basketball all-time scoring list with two thousand three hundred and fifty-eight during his time with Northport from nineteen eighty-six to nineteen eighty nine. Brett. James. Brett. Who is Sanders Scott? Correct. Ties James with eight hundred. Mascot Mayhem for 200. Mascot Mayhem for 200. Change two letters from this Sutton's Bay mascot, and you'll get a lispy sounding version with this Petoskey mascot.
2: Name both. Jake. Who are the Northmen? Or what are the Northmen? Name both. Oh, Northmen and Northwomen? Oh, no- Brett. Here. Oh, oh.
3: <laughs> no. Oh, we got to bleep that.
2: Ah,
1: oh, and again. All right, down to zero, Jake. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who are the Norsemen and who are the Northmen? Correct. Up to uh, a thousand.
2: That works right. well with your Wisconsin list. <laughs> All right, Brett. Mascot
1: man for six hundred. A Traverse City lacrosse team combined both a weather-related phenomenon and a common rodent to come up with this team name. James. James, who are the Thunder Squirrels? Correct, fourteen hundred.
3: I'll uh, do mascot mayhem for four hundred.
1: <clears throat> the Almond Brothers would be a big fan of this Lake Michigan Conference mascot that reps Scarlet and Navy for Boyne City. Jake, who are the Ramblers? Correct, up to four hundred. Miscellaneous for a thousand, please. Center Ice Arena is home to this tournament that features future stars of teams like the Red Wings, Blackhawks, Stars, Blue Jackets, Hurricanes, and Maple Leafs. Jake. Jake.
2: What is the NHL prospect tournament? Correct. Jake moves into a tie for first. Let's go coach him up a thousand, please.
1: All right, daily double. All right, you can risk uh, anywhere from zero to 1,400. Let's make it a true daily double. Please. True daily double, going for fourteen hundred. Okay, he's been a blazer, a crusader, a general, a stag for a short time, and now a Trojan as head coach of the Traverse City Central boys basketball program. Who is Travis Shuba? That is correct. Twenty-eight hundred for Mr. Jake Atnip. Let's uh, clean out the category. Coach you might be hundred, please. Put him up. Eight hundred. This World Series champion led the Traverse City St. Francis softball program for just one season back in 2017. James, who is Doug Marabelli? Correct. Up to 2,200 now. Update on the scores: Brett at a thousand. James 2,200. Jake 2,800.
3: Do mascot mayhem for 800.
1: Mascot mayhem for 800. According to Max Preps, this is the most common high school mascot in Michigan, with forty-four schools flapping their wings. Brett. Fans of Bel Air sure would approve. Jake, what are the Eagles? Correct, eight hundred more. <clears throat> Brett's starting to get angry. <laughs> go ahead and choose. Let's go with Mascot Mayhem for a thousand, please. Mascot Mayhem for a thousand. This school, which is home to the Portagers, is the only one in Michigan to have that as their mascot. Jake. Oh, boy.
2: Uh, can look we get at, a, re- it, we get a replay? End. Yeah. Get
1: what is Onekama? Correct. Or one comma? James. I, I thought it was, when I first moved up here, I thought it was Onekama. It got pronounced one comma
2: one time on the uh, football selection playoff, yeah, playoff selection the, show. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I never really thought about that. I, I would have never thought it was one comma, but... <laughs> James, are, just two words. You're still up. For the record, record for 400. For the record
1: for 400. Jasmine Hines, a Trojan from this high school near Torch Lake, is the MHSAA's most prolific girls basketball player, scoring 935 points in one season and for a career 3,035. Brett. Brett. What is Central Lake? Correct. For the record... 1,000, please. For the record, 1,000. This gladiator holds the boys' tennis record for most career doubles victories with 145. Jake. Who is... Andrew okay. girling Incorrect. Who is Sean Navin? That is correct. Well done. Up to 2,400. Avengers Assemble for 1,000. Avengers Assemble, 1,000. Although sporting an extra R at the end of their last name, this sister duo helped the Frankfurt girls basketball team to a strong regular season finish and a sixth straight district championship. Jake. James.
2: Jake. Who are the Thors? Reagan and Riley Thor. Correct. Got that 1,000 back up to 3,600. So no miscellaneous. 800, please.
1: Daily Double again. What are the scores? Sure, You have 3,600, James has 3,200, Brett has 2,400. I'll wait, there's 800, please. 800. This family purchased the Richmond Roosters in 2005 and moved the team to Traverse City, giving Northern Michigan its first professional baseball team since 1915. Who are the Werfels? Correct. 4,400. Let's go. Miscellaneous 200, please. Miscellaneous 200. One of the final options for the moniker of the new Northwoods League baseball team in Traverse City shares its name with this famous fictional ship.
3: James. What is the Black Pearl? Correct. Uh, I'll do Avengers Assemble
1: for 800. Drop back. Avengers Assemble 800. Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, would be a big fan of this annual contest between Traverse City Central and Traverse City West at Thurlby Field. Brett. Brett. What is the Patriot game? Correct. For the record, for eight hundred, please. For the record, for eight hundred, former Frankfurt running back Griffin Kelly is tied with nine others for the longest play from scrimmage in football history, scoring a touchdown from this many yards out. Correct. Right.
2: Ninety-nine yards. What? What is ninety-nine yards out? I'll give you that. That's Up cool. to five thousand for Jake. Four. Uh, four clues remain. Oh, miscellaneous four hundred, please.
1: Miscellaneous four hundred. Timber Ridge Resort hosts this cycling challenge on the first Saturday in November and this cross-country skiing event on the first weekend in February. Correct.
2: What is the Great American Vasa? The North American Vasa? What is the North American Vasa? Fat bike and cross-country skiing races? Incorrect. What is the North American Vasa and
0: the
1: Iceman Cometh Challenge? Correct. Avengers Assemble for 600 please. This Central Lake running back went full winter soldier in a 55 to 20 win over Stevenson in the 2017 eight man semifinal, pounding through heavy snowfall for 241 yards and four TDs. Same was Grant Papinau. Correct. I'll take full the record for 600, Alex. This Titan and this Laker are two of the only 10 time, three time individual girls golf state champions in MHSAA history. Right. Who are Anika D. and Cox. Correct. All right, miscellaneous for 600, please. Final clue. Once known as the Hounds, this Traverse City-based United States premier hockey league team was put on ice before the 2017-18 season. Right. James. We're the Traverse City North Stars. That is correct. All right, in the lead. Wow, this is a tight game. Well done. In the lead is Jake with 4,600, James next 4,400, Brett 4,200. I only got locked out like, what, four times? (laughs) (laughs) All right, final Jeopardy category. Put down your wager on the category championship history. Final Jeopardy question, you've got 30 seconds to answer. The last area team to win a boys basketball state championship was this home of the Wildcats in 1988. Knocking off Beale City eighty to seventy eight in the Class D final. Okay, we'll start with Brett. Brett, what or who is Northport? That is correct. You wagered forty-one hundred, which brings you up to eighty-three hundred. James, you are next. You wagered forty-three hundred, and you got it correct. So forty-three hundred on top of that gives you 8700 dollars. Jake, how much did you? You wagered two hundred ninety-nine dollars. Who is Alpina? That is incorrect, and you are down two. going into Final Jeopardy with the lead. But our winner, congratulations, Mr. Jimmy James Cook. Walking, walking out with. I knew James was gonna take back. I, I knew I, knew, I knew wasn't he knew going the answer,
0: to. and I knew he was gonna wager enough money that I, I couldn't catch. I was him. gonna
2: wager all my money, but he said championship history, and I'm like, shh, I don't know. <laughs> this is, I knew this was gonna, I thought it was gonna be something in the last ten years, nineteen eight. I was, I have no idea. All right,
1: so eighty seven hundred for James, eighty three hundred for Brett, and again. And
2: Northport's not even a school
1: anymore. Four, 4, 4, 4, 4 hundred and yes, it is. I know.
2: I'm just, God, I'm just making it. They do have their own, own sports teams. He's just upset. Where do you think the North and North Bay comes from? But the, who the f are the Wildcats, is my point. That's the only thing. Nope, There's they're, no they're other no, team up they're here with Wildcats that I
1: know Elba. They're the basketball team, last boys By basketball team, state champion. With, with, yeah, Sandra Jack, Scott, right? with Sandra Scott. With
2: Sandra Scott. Sandra Scott, yeah. I even threw a clue in there. I'm angry. Spirit <laughs> Hulk again. angry. Spirit Avengers from. assemble.
1: Rolling am the mic around.
0: Well, Brendan, thank you so much for hosting Jeopardy. It was was, uh, was my
1: pleasure. Looking forward to hosting the uh, Spelling Bee coming up in uh, May, I think. Whenever they do the Scripps National. I'm going to raise
2: that. Oh, my God.
1: Well, we do not have
0: a guest this weekend. The uh, Sort of how the Dominoes have fallen uh, in terms of the teams that have gone out or even those who are still playing and what their playing schedule was. It just turned out to be kind of tough to get somebody in Uh, from one of those teams this week. Uh, Plus, these guys got to get on the road tonight for girls' regional semifinals. So we're just going to do a little bit of brief analysis on some of the teams that we have remaining in the field. Uh, We only have one boys' team left. Um, Having just completed girls' districts, we still have a number of teams still trying to make a postseason push. Uh, We'll talk about a few of them. And then we will get into the get around hall of fame and the trifecta to finish up this episode 72 of get around podcast brought to you by Jimmy John's two locations in Traverse city, freaky fresh, freaky fast. Jimmy John's freak. Yeah. All right. So let's maybe only because of the manner in which it finished. Let's wow. head, yeah, let's head to the boys side. First, our, our final remaining team is Frankfurt. Thanks to a ridiculous buzzer beater that, Featured a Christian Leitner type pass, full court pass to the free throw line, but then added added the wrinkle of a kick out to the right wing, uh, and a buzzer beating three ball still only about halfway to the hoop when the red lights lit up on the Traverse City Central basket. uh, that, That game between Frankfurt and Leland, what a game! Oh my gosh! Yeah, Jake, you had the you had the privilege of being there, and I know you've seen some buzzer beaters this week, but
2: I know no buzzer beaters <laughs> topping that one. No, uh, one and a half seconds left is when you really sit there and you're like, "Okay, we're going to overtime." Like this is high school basketball, especially when you got a full court to go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, Ethan Ness throwing over six foot eight Grayson Carlson, and it was a perfect I, pass. Yes, I mean this is like sixty five feet that he threw a basketball, nonetheless. As hard as far as he could. Connor Smith goes up, doesn't even possess the ball, tips it straight over to his left where Jack Stefanski's waning. Everything had to go right. A quick shot by Stefanski. Normally he does a good nice gather, brings his feet up, gets his knees into it. No, he got the ball, put it up, and before you knew it, it was in the basket. I mean, one of those two teams were definitely – I mean, we're obviously going to make it out, but I don't think either one of them really – thought that's how it was going to come down to I talked to both the coaches after the game and they knew it was going to be tight there was only about five points separating those teams throughout the regular season when they played twice lost their uh, the, um Frankfurt won in overtime and then only won by a few points in the next game so that that was absolutely crazy Stefanski played his uh played out of his mind last week and uh, a couple of the other guys on Frankfurt really did show up like Will Newbold and stuff but I mean, there's a lot of kids at Leland, too, who are going to be really good. J.J. Pop's only a sophomore. Grayson Carlson's young as well. I mean, both of those teams have so much coming in the years to come. But if we're going with Frankfurt, I definitely uh, I think they have a pretty good shot in the regional. 23-1 yeah. and one, Big Rapids yeah. Crossroads. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going up a, against what looks like a very formidable foe on paper. Uh, we've looked at some of their competition. We know they play in the Western Michigan D-League with some of the people we cover in Bear Lake and Manistee Catholic Central who actually... Beat them once this year. That is their only loss on the season. Uh, is Manistee Catholic Central. Frankfurt has beat several of the teams that uh, Big Rapids Crossroads has beat in the same fashion as well. So that's really the only way you can kind of, I guess, compare apples to oranges at that point. But I've, you know, I've, I've seen Frankfurt play a couple times in the last week or two, and I think there's something about this team right now. You know, I talked to Coach Loney or Dan Loney after the last game, and he was like, I, "It just feels like it's meant to be." Everything. Even up to leading up to that shot against Leland, was just kind of like falling into place for them. I mean, it's his first year. He's he's been really hype, and I guess I just haven't seen another program from up here that every shot, every play seems like it means. You know, that like every everything adds up. Seems like it means something. You got everybody on the bench going crazy. You got the coaches going crazy. His assistant, who I believe is his brother. The other Loney, Matt. Yeah, Matt Loney. I mean, David. <clears throat> David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Sorry. four Loney. There's four yeah. Loney bro. Yeah. I, you the other who I meant. Matt obviously just graduated last uh, year. Oh, Yeah, but so but you got you got David Loney. Uh, I mean, talk about a height beast on the bench. He he he'll go crazy. I can only imagine the type of contagious energy that's there, and you really need that in this spot in the playoffs, especially against the, against a team that. They probably feel like they have something to prove, and they know Frankfurt's coming out with a vengeance because you know for, this was never guaranteed for Frankfurt. They didn't; nobody really knew they were going to make it out. They lost their starting five from last season. Another senior on top that did a lot for them, and they're getting run. Three or four other guys are sophomores who are really doing a lot. So, I think they have a good chance of getting past Big Rapids Crossroads. That one loss to Catholic Central wasn't very pretty, but. I think if we look at at who Frankfurt's played and who they've taken down, they have a really good shot to make it to the to the Breslin.
0: I, I do think that Frankfurt has a good chance, but I, I want to go back real quickly uh, to the shot itself. And since I didn't get to experience it myself, I was really pleased to see on Twitter so many different angles of the play uh, get posted by you know different spectators who were watching. And uh, the the thing that stuck out to me uh, on one of the angles that I saw was. I mean, you mentioned how everything had to go right on that shot—the pass, the catch, the tip out, the quick shot—but the ball had barely left Stefanski's hands, and the entire bench was up in
2: the air, like celebrating, like they knew that it was in. And I just thought that was that was really cool. Yeah, and I mean, that, that, but that's what I—that's what I found is, you know, that's the type of energy that I'm talking about. Is even if it wasn't going to go in, they were up and ready to cheer him on and go into overtime with him, you know, and that, that was the type of energy it was. Like, I mean, that whole gym, that that gym was raucous uh, that entire day with the Leland student section, which we were doing a great job of getting into Frankfurt's head in the first half, and then Frankfurt student section actually having to be moved from behind the Leland bench because Coach John Kiesel, he lost his voice, he couldn't even talk to his team because the Frankfurt student section was so loud. They couldn't hear each other on the sideline. So Frank soon section in the middle of the game actually had to stop the game, move over to the other side of the court because it was that crazy uh, in, in that arena, in that atmosphere. So you can only imagine how how loudly it exploded when Jack hit that three-pointer. Um, I do want to shout out, you know, everybody on Twitter said I had the best camera angle. So if you want to check that out, go check out my Twitter, at Jake Atnet. right underneath the basket. You can see that ball coming down the pipe and exactly how it goes. So, Definitely go take a look on Twitter and uh, hook me up with a follow, y'all. What a ridiculously shameless plug. Oh, not That was disgusting. I know. <laughs> 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 but if we want to do my own little confidence meter that Frankfurt will make it to Breslin at this point, I'll give them an 8. Yeah, I like their odds. What do you think, James? On Frankfurt? Yeah.
3: yeah. Frankfurt boys making it to, to, to yeah, Breslin. Yeah, I, I think their schedule has prepared them more. Just looking at their at the schedules between the two um, kind of crossroads in the off in the non-conference didn't really go out and play a whole lot of great competition um, out of conference. Um, and, you know, they kind of overlapped a little bit in some of the West Michigan D teams or a few of the couple of teams that Frankfurt did play in non-conference. But I think Frankfurt's non-conference schedule is far superior. Um, and then the, and the league, I mean, the, the yeah. Northwest and the West Michigan D, I don't think they're just two different levels. I mean, you're talking about a Class C league for the most part and a, and a Class D league. Um, so I, I think the schedule and what they've got going on just with that program in general over the last year, I think gives Frankfurt a, a couple of big advantages there.
0: All right. Well, that that really sums up the boys, uh, thanks to you know Frankfurt being the only team to make it to quarters. The girls are a couple steps behind, uh, thanks to the switcheroo that was pulled and in terms of the boys' season starting ahead of the girls this year. Uh, and we've got five matchups featuring local teams Monday night. Uh, this podcast being recorded just hours before those. Um, so we're not going to go super in depth, you know, just in case of the. Uh, depending on how things shake out Monday night when you're listening to this, try to still make it re- relevant for our audible viewers. Uh, but I think we've got a couple of favorites to move on to the regional final round, and I would say that that, I would say those teams are Kingsley, uh, who takes on Menominee at Sheboygan, and while I think it may very well be a good game, I think Charlevoix is still the clear favorite in their regional semifinal game uh, matchup against Elk Rapids, uh, the Raiders, an 18 win team, and the Elks a 17-win team, but Charlevoix did win that conference and sweep Elk Rapids this
2: year. But I mean, it's March. I, <laughs> one of the buzzer beaters I saw last week was Elk Rapids taking out a 16-3 Manton team who we talked a lot about on this podcast about possibly being able to make a run, so Boy better watch out for that. Another one that I wanted to mention is Gaylord St. Mary uh, down at the Mesick District. They're 20-2 on the season. They get to take on Buckley in the first, uh, first round of regionals and probably staring down the The barrel of a Bel Air and Gaylord St. Mary regional final, which will be a really, really good game. But I mean, Gaylord St. Mary has been tearing it up, uh, especially come March. I believe they just almost doubled up their last opponent in the district final.
0: Yeah, I would say if you were going to, you know, place odds on a team to win their regional and reach the quarterfinals, the the Snowbirds are definitely the favorite. You know, I think Kingsley and Charlevoix both have a pretty good chance to get to the quarters, um, you know, better than 50 50, probably. Uh, but but Gaylord Saint Mary, I mean, no disrespect to Buckley, uh, they, you know, they're a 10-win team coming off their first district win uh, since 2011, and only the third in in program history. The first one dating back to 1984. And uh, the Bears, no doubt, excited to win that district last week, uh, but it just. It, like you said, Jake, it seems like it's going to be a Gaylord St. Mary Bel Air final. Gaylord St. Mary did sweep those two matchups against Bel Air the first time by 20 plus points, but the second a 40 to 32 uh, victory on February 16th. So that wasn't long ago. No, that could you know that 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 could be a quality game. I mean, I, I'm assuming a regional final. Everybody you know everybody's bringing everything. So. Um, I wouldn't.
2: I wouldn't totally write off Bel Air in that matchup, but Gaylord Me either. With is, Ka- is, with Katie Becker and Keegan Fisher, they have they have girls all over the floor who have been able to contribute all year long. I think it's one of those things where you find a good night in March. There's a possibility. And then the the last matchup we've got
0: Frankfurt taking on Fowler in the regional semifinal. Uh, Frankfurt up to 13 wins on the season. They just won their sixth consecutive district championship, and uh, you know, like the boys, the. The Panther girls are, are marching on, and
3: uh, you know, so far doing a good job in the postseason. The one other one that we have is Cadillac against Standard Sterling. There, that same district as Kingsley. I think that could be one of the best regional finals that we have. Maybe I mean that Cadillac and Kingsley, I think, are going to be pretty evenly matched, and that uh, can be a I think could be a really good game.
0: That boys and girls basketball analysis brought to you by Jimmy John's, two locations in Traverse City. Order a tasty sandwich today on the Jimmy John's app. Time to introduce our three candidates to be put up for this week's Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Jake is ready to fire away. He He's known since
2: he woke up this morning. Everything since Thursday gonna, night. Yeah, who he was going to put up for this one. Uh, so go ahead, lead us off. Yeah, we Jake. kind of talked about it at length, but I'm, I'm pretty sure his totals from last week in uh, the regional – Playoffs was somewhere around 45 points, uh, upwards of 20 rebounds, and Jack Stefanski, who hit that game winning three pointer to give Frankfurt a regional crown send Leland home packing. You know, we talked about this with the coach. That is a shot of a lifetime. Everybody dreams of that shot. You do, I mean, the only place it'd be better is was for the state title, you know, but getting, getting a regional crown on a last second buzzer beater to give Frankfurt a chance at a state title, I think it doesn't get much better than that.
0: I'm going to put up someone who made, well, not quite a buzzer beater, but another late shot that Jake had the pleasure to see. Uh, Elk Rapids' Kenzie Huber hit the game-winning three-pointer with six seconds to go to beat the, well, who I would who I would say were the, the favored Manton Rangers uh, in the district semifinal. And uh, she scored nine points in that game, and you know, I really loved. Uh, if you, if you didn't have a chance to read it, uh, Jake's gamer uh, on that one. The the lead he had about how Kenzie wasn't supposed to get the ball, she wasn't supposed to take the shot, uh, but there she was, the only one who could do it, had to do it, and she made a three down two to to win the game. And uh, so that that's that's who I'm going to put up this week. And you know, thanks to her, Elk Rapids is still playing. Yeah.
3: I'm going to put up somebody who made it an incredibly late shot as well because uh, in sudden death you can't put up any later of a shot. And uh, He won, he won the, uh, the regional final game for uh, the Bay Reps in sudden death overtime with a goal, also scored the game, or one of the third period goals that led them to come back and tie that game against Byron Center. Um, that's Jake Stevenson. Yeah, he had 30 goals, 24 assists, and 54 points this year. Uh, the, the 30 goals leads all players in our coverage area. And he's also the only player that got picked first-team All-State in the, uh, by the Coaches Association, which was announced this weekend at the Final Four.
0: Three very deser- deserving
3: members, no doubt.
0: Uh, I usually kick it away. I'll I'll take the vote first, though. I'm actually going to uh, throw my vote out to Stevenson on this one. Unfortunately, the reps uh, fell short in the state semifinal against... Saginaw heritage, uh, but everything Stevenson did uh, and the reps did all year long, uh, you know that was his performance uh, in the quarterfinal, um, epitomized kind of their team and what they've
2: been about this year. So I'm I'm going to throw my vote that way. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to stick with my candidate with Jack Stefanski. Uh, he he etched himself a very solid place in the Frankfurt legendary record books here i thought you were gonna say in the in the memory of jake at well no that too and nonetheless <laughs> nonetheless it happened on my 25th birthday so trust me i won't forget that shot that was on my 25th birthday night i was covering the game oh you mean the night that you said you wanted to stay in the office yeah no i didn't no yeah you didn't <laughs> no i didn't i said i didn't want to <laughs> oh okay. that's why i was like you guys are leaving i don't want to sit in the office all night it's my birthday but um, nonetheless, yeah, I know he edged his, his way into the Frankfurt legends, uh, Legendary record book and the lore that will be uh, be told for years to come. And I think that's a pretty good deserving right to be stuck into our record book.
3: Um, I will Stevenson, I guess. Um, you know, We've had Stefanski on already as a, as a guest. And uh, But uh, Stevenson has just done it all over the, over the course of the whole season, and first team All-State in a sport like that is pretty hard to ignore as well.
0: All right, congratulations, Jake Stevenson of the Bay Reps. You are the latest member inducted into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in Northern Michigan. Up until right now, I thought we were going to have a trifecta, but James and Jake had to have to head for the doors to get to their girls' regional games tonight. So we're going to have to cut this episode just a tad short. Uh, We'll come back with. a trifecta again next week for episode 73. This has been episode 72 of the Get Around Podcast Jeopardy Edition. It was a lot of fun having Brendan back in the studio. I've been your host, Brett Summers. You can find me at BA Sportswriter on Twitter. James Cook at James Cook14. Jake Atnip at Jake Atnip. Thanks and have a good one.